0: This is the Ladies in Business podcast, where we interview ladies in all different business positions, hear how they got to where they are today, and share their success secrets with you. This podcast is about sharing the knowledge around to inspire, support, and help other ladies in business to thrive and grow in any business. A massive shout out to our sponsors of the Ladies in Business podcast, Townsville's best music, star 1063, the leaders in local. Today, we chat to Teresa Hope from Hope Stars Body Shop. We're going to hear a bit of a background story, how she got to where she is today and hear her success secrets. Hi, Teresa. Hi. How are you? I'm great. That's good. Have you had a good day? I have, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Very good. Um, I want to start with a few questions for our
1: listeners to get to know you. Sure. So, what is your coffee order? It's normally an almond milk flat white, but of the last yep. few weeks, it's been an iced coffee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. my God. I can't <laughs> get enough of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're good, aren't they? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Very good. And what is your morning routine to set yourself up for the day?
1: That's a really good question. I wouldn't necessarily say I have a set routine. It depends yep. on the day and what kid has to go where before <laughs> I can even start my day. Yep. So basically, it's get everyone moving out of the house and then decide where I'm going in terms of what I have to do for the yep. day. So that's about it. Yep. I do like to fit in three of my exercise classes a week, yep. so I have late starts on those days. But yep. um. I, I try to make that a non-negotiable, so yes. there could be a bit of yelling to get them out of the house to school on time so I can get to my classes, yeah. but that's well, about that's
0: good. it. Yeah, excellent, cool. And what was your first job?
1: I think one of my first proper jobs really was I was a Woolies checkout chick, which oh, yeah. I don't think you're meant to say anymore, but um, uh, that's what I was. Uh, person. <laughs> person, Woolies. <laughs> The customer service person. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, excellent. Well, that's a good first job,
1: yeah. It was a great first job, yeah. yeah. I
0: can imagine that would have given you a lot of um, rules and, you
1: know... Yeah, it was great training and it was great, um, I guess, people awareness. Yeah. Um, I then moved on to some fun jobs. I worked at a place called Grundy's in Surface Paradise, which oh, yeah. was basically, it's not there anymore, but it was like a... Um, like a fair inside oh. one of the buildings that used to have water slides off the off the high rise down towards wow. surface paradise beach and my favorite ride was on the merry-go-rounds and yeah. i you know my friends would come in and i'd let them hop on and take it yeah. for a spin and it was great <laughs> i loved it
0: oh that's really cool i love that
1: and what was your favorite holiday destination Look, I've been overseas to a few different places, but I think some of my favourite places have been when we've gone camping yeah. through the Northern Territory especially. Oh wow. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So oh, I love I that. that. Really cool. Go back yeah. there anytime. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And was it glamping or like full camping? camping? Um it was with a pop up caravan. Yep. So not necessarily hardcore tenting, yep. but uh, definitely not glamorous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And what is your best book recommendation? Well, look, the most recent book I've read and probably one that I would recommend to anyone is I read Grace Tame's new book recently. So I highly recommend that. It's all kinds of, I'm not a big, I'm usually a fiction reader, so I don't read a lot of nonfiction, but her story and just the background that you get to understand of where she is and who she is is yep. really interesting I really enjoyed it yeah, and I think cool. because I actually met her that made a difference yeah I was yep. keen to actually find out more about her story yeah
0: oh, excellent. I'll have to give that one a read I yeah I've heard yeah. good things about it yeah, so, well, yeah. you can borrow mine oh excellent yeah. thank you <laughs> so Teresa tell us a bit about what you do now and how you got from working at Woolies and Grundies mm-hmm. um, to who you are today
1: I Probably would say my background before I became a body shop consultant. So a little bit different to, I guess, some of your other business ladies that have been coming in is... My background, when I was working in Sydney, I was in the finance industry. I was a an accountant with a, um, a big finance publishing and events company, worked through many different roles over the years in that space. So, you know, missed lots of moments with my children when they were yeah. little. It was very corporate world all had good meaning behind it. I always picked companies that had good values that I could really kind of stand behind. Very, very different to what I'm doing now, which like I mentioned is as an independent body shop consultant and I think One of the things that's a bit different about what I do now is, although I think of it as my own small business and I run it that way, being a direct seller is is almost, I feel like, sometimes in a bit of an in-between space. It's not my own business where I can make all the decisions and have answers or strategies around everything. I am kind of not dictated to, but under an umbrella of another company. I would probably not pick any other company besides The Body Shop given their values and their commitment to community fair trade and all of the great things that they do. They're supportive of a lot of charities and things as well. So I can really get behind that. Um, And so I, I think of it as a great umbrella. Like if you're someone who's not sure what you want to do or or you're thinking about starting a, your own business. It's a great stepping stone. Yeah. And a lot of people I know do it. I've got a team now of just over 100 people around oh, wow. Australia yeah. who you know, have joined me under my umbrella, I guess. Yeah. And a lot of them do it to kind of learn new skills yeah. and uh, I guess dabble into that, my little side hustle and having something that's for them to do. But you have the support and the backing of a product that most people know about. So it kind of sells itself. Yeah, You know, you've got all the distribution channels. There's loads and loads of support in terms of marketing and training and all of those kinds of things. So it's a really great stepping stone, like I said, for someone who wants to learn how to do those kind of business things in a a kind of supported and safe environment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I fully understand that. Mm -hmm. I've done, um, I haven't done the. Yeah, body shop but i've mm-hmm. done tupperware <laughs> yes yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah 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 um and it is it's really like this is how things need yeah. to run and yeah it is a really good stepping stone for business i it's never thought great. about it like that but yeah, yeah i learned a lot from yeah, yeah a similar business and i model. find
1: it's um you know there are some frustrations in terms of because it's not your own thing you don't have control over things like stock and distribution yeah. but in that sense you know there's a lot more benefit to it especially yes. if you are starting out yeah and I guess the story about how I started doing it because you know it's completely different um, <laughs> when I moved to Townsville four years ago yeah it was just before the floods yeah and when I was leaving and I wanted to uh, you know do something completely different besides accounting in the corporate world and I used to do parties. Like yep. The lady would come and do these parties, body shop parties at my house. And every time there was a new book that came out, I'd have a party. So I'd have like <laughs> four a year for about three years. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it was the excuse really just to catch up with my friends yeah. and to have that almost consistent catch up booked in all the time yep. was really great and you know then the lady would give me all this free stuff at the end and I was like this is fantastic (laughs) and so when I was moving to Townsville the lady who did my parties she said to me why don't you join up and then use this as a means to get to know people Yeah. because she knew how important it was to me to have a tribe of women around me Yeah. and I need it for my mental health. I live in a family full of testosterone, <laughs> um, you know, so I needed that connection and it was a really great excuse to talk to people and say, Hey, I'm new to town. Guess what? I could do a party. You want to do a party? Yeah. <laughs> and I've met the most amazing people yeah. here in Townsville and, So when I did first get here, like I said, it was just before the floods and I felt quite helpless and, you know, I wanted to do something to help support the community. And so I thought, well, the only thing I I know I can do from here right now is I've got access to all these products. Yeah, yeah. So I did a shout out to all my friends back in Sydney and I said, you can clearly see what's happening here in Townsville. I'm going to buy a whole bunch of shower gels and shampoos and soaps and things and um and give them to people who've lost everything if you want to support it then you know let me know I was inundated with people sending me money to buy stuff I still get emotional when I talk about it I had two tables full of stuff wow and so I then had the the kind of light bulb moment of oh my god this is actually what I'm going to do with this yeah. body shop stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I still get emotional. Can't yeah, I know. You tell me this story I before. know, it, it happens every emotional. time. <laughs> um, because I think what really highlights for me is that kind of thing does two things. People yeah. want to help other people, do. but don't always know how. Yeah, And yep. so here's a tangible, oh my God, my $20 is buying something that someone really needs. Yeah, yeah. And then someone who really needs it is getting something they really need. That's
0: right, yeah. So that kind yep.
1: of started it. And then the ball rolled. I had people contacting me all the time saying, I saw what you did with the floods. I'd really like to do that for one on McDonald House. I had to use them once and this is, you know, can we do that? And it's as simple as having your friends over and having a party and then you give all the free stuff to whatever your cause is. Yeah. And just after doing so many of them, you know, for refugees or cancer fundraisers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's what is in people's hearts they want to support. Love it yeah 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 (laughs) can't do enough of it (laughs) yeah
0: and I have heard you say that story before and it's it's one of my favorite stories because it's so beautiful and it's just so authentic and like knowing you it was just you really always want to try and help people yeah it is it's a beautiful story thank you for sharing that and why do you do what you do and what keeps you going
1: I guess besides the the charity and fundraising side of of what I do I feel like I'm I'm the excuse for lots of people to connect. Yeah. So people who haven't seen each other for a while and particularly during lockdown, I was doing like Zoom parties and Facebook parties. So people who hadn't seen each other for ages, his was an excuse. You know, they got to sniff and try and sample products, but it was really about connecting people. And I think that's, The thing that I love the most about it is, and it's not just the customers of mine that connect, you know, like I mentioned, I've got a number of team members now and it's, you know, we regularly connect. Yeah. We regularly do networking and the body shop has conferences and things like that, that the number of friendships that have been created by being part of this group um, has just blown my mind. So it's it's really the community and people connection that absolutely keeps it going for me. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. If you
0: had to start again, what would be your best piece of advice to your younger self just Mm -hmm. starting out?
1: I think my best piece of advice is probably something that I have always followed and that's align myself with either employers or my own business activities with things that make me grateful and bring joy and fun to my life. I couldn't think of anything worse of being in a job or running a business where I just didn't look forward to every day. Yeah. So I've always tried to live like that. And if if that's any advice that I would pass on to someone else, yeah. I would do that. And I think the other thing for myself personally, what would I tell myself? You don't have to know everything before you give it mm-hmm. a go. Yep. You know, even just something when I changed with the body shop and started doing that instead of the finance world, you know, there's a gazillion products. There's no way on earth I can know anything about yeah. everything about all of them, but just starting and just start the process.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's a yeah. really good one. Yeah.
1: I think that a lot of
0: people feel like they have to have everything figured out before they do start. And I, yeah, yeah I think you've just got to start.
1: You'll never start you... if you wait till you know how that's to right. do everything. You because never really know. <laughs> you never know. Exactly right. Yeah.
0: No, that's good. Was there a defining moment in your career which made you change, reconsider or go harder? Um,
1: I think working a lot in the corporate space for a very long time where I felt like I didn't have the right balance. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I went back to work when my children were quite young straight away so I felt like there was a lot of times I missed elements of their growing up and that was one of the big kind of defining moments where we decided to move to Townsville from Sydney as a family is as my children are getting older very quickly There's a limited amount of time left that I have with them in time that we can spend together before they're off living their own lives. So moving to Townsville was an absolutely defining moment, not just for the sake of family time, but it did mean leaving that corporate finance life behind where I just really needed to do something else so that's why the body shop filled that hole beautifully because it was completely different and it was more about then spending time and doing things that I really am passionate about so I would say moving to Townsville was absolutely the biggest defining moment ever (laughs) yeah yeah
0: absolutely and Teresa what do you feel has been the secret to your success
1: I think there's been a few things I think your passion is definitely one of the secrets I think you can be almost successful with anything you do and if you've got that passion and love for it Um, and I think all the other things you can learn along the way you know and surround yourself with people who are supporting you and lifting you up so whether it's needing someone to advise you around your finances or your marketing or in my case social media (laughs) you know let those people in to support you and I think that's the main thing, yep. you know, have that passion and that, even if you don't necessarily have a clear vision of wh- exactly what it is, just start yep. bumbling around and you'll eventually find the actual bit that yep. that is, you go light bulb moment, that's yeah. the bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's, it's passion really is the key to it all because yep. if you don't have passion for what you're doing, you're just going to be miserable. Oh, absolutely. So like, it doesn't matter if you're doing finance or Yeah, you know, absolutely. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And why did you start coming to the Ladies in Business events?
1: Oh, well, when I first moved to Townsville, (laughs) like I said, I I was on a mission to to make friends. I googled women's networking events. So that was four years ago and I found one and I've met the most amazing friends that have lasted that whole time since I met them from the beginning. Then obviously COVID happened yeah. and then we didn't get to connect anywhere near as much as we would have liked. And so it was actually um, on my dream board, if you like, one of my goals for this year was to create some kind of women's networking yep. event myself. And then lo and behold, you turned up with yours <laughs> and I was like, fantastic. I can just go, you know. <laughs> so I came to the first the first one that I went to. I think you'd done a couple already. Yep. And I was beyond excited by the structure of what you'd created with no agenda, reasonable pricing, women from all different backgrounds and and business types and all of that who just wanted to meet each other. And I was like, I found my people like this was just exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. So that's why I came and why I keep coming.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so good to hear. I love hearing the good feedback why <laughs> people come. It's just
1: uh, makes me feel oh fluffy. well. <laughs> and, you know, you should be you should be fluffy and uh, and you know feel proud about that because it is a definite need. Yeah. You know, for for yeah. women. Particularly, and I'm sure there's a need for men, but whether they'll do something about it, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and whether they have their own men's things going already, yeah. I'm not aware of. But um, I know for women, we're very communal. Yeah. And so to yeah. have that feeling of a community that you can regularly touch base with, yeah. learn from just meet up with and have fun with. Um, It's really, really important. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think so many women work by themselves because they've got kids and things like that. So they'll work from home or do like, you know, stuff just by themselves. Yeah. And you know, you don't really see anybody else in the workplace. And I've done that before and it's miserable. It is. Yeah. And you kind of get isolated. Yeah, yeah,
1: very much so. And besides feeling isolated, it's really hard to, I think, stimulate your own brain with new ideas or new thought processes or even new ways of looking at things. Uh, It's not until you start sharing with other people about, oh, I never thought of looking at it like that. I'm going to try that. Yeah. You can't do that by yourself. Absolutely not. Yep.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Mm. So, Teresa, you've given us a huge amount of support today. Mm -hmm. Can you let us know how we can support you in your business?
1: Absolutely. Have a party. (laughs) Um... Uh, no, seriously, I have a, a private customer group on Facebook. Yep. It's it's set up that way because of how I run as a, as a direct seller. Yep. So it's a private group and absolutely everybody is welcome to join in that. I guess by supporting me, that would mean shopping with me. Yes, we do have a body shop store in Stockland, but that's not the same as helping me pay for my kids' sport. Yeah, yeah, And... I guess thinking of ways that you can use my business and I think that's one of the biggest things I've got out of all the people I've met in Townsville is the collaborations that people are connecting and doing things with. You know, I've been so honoured to collaborate with a number of amazing women in Townsville on different projects that, you know, some of them just blow my mind. But Keeping me in mind in terms of is there a charity you want to support? Is there a cause close to your heart you want to support? There's a number of different ways that we can come up and do that. So basically it's chat with me about yep. what ideas you might have and if it's just you shopping or if it's you know someone who might benefit from being and dabbling into a bit of you know direct selling and learning some skills you know let them know I'm one of those team leaders who I am very um what's the word I love people who are self-sufficient so I'm definitely not (laughs) hands-on-y but always supportive and always reminding my team it should be fun yeah if it stops being fun then it's not something to keep doing so any of those reasons that anyone out there might be thinking about Let me know. And my customer Facebook page, I also started a community public page called the Hope Stars. So you can look up Hope Stars and you'll have the links there. But basically that one's designed, it's called Hope Stars, a community of people supporting people in community. And I use that mainly when I'm promoting or sharing about any of the fundraising that I'm doing. So those people who want to be involved can kind of hear about it and, and know about it. Yep,
0: yep. Excellent and all of those links are going to be in the description so you can just click through and check out what Teresa's doing. So thank you so much for joining us Teresa. It's always a pleasure catching up with you and I'm glad everyone got to hear your story that I do love genuinely. Teresa is going to be at our Christmas party on Saturday so if you're lucky enough to get a ticket make sure you come and say hi and to connect with Teresa all of her details are in the description.
1: Thank you. My pleasure, thank you. See ya.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you could leave us a rating and review. This will help other ladies in business know that this is a helpful podcast so we can help support each other and to grow and thrive together. Thank you for listening. We look forward to speaking to you again next week and we look forward to seeing you at one of our events soon. Until then, keep working on achieving your goals and have an amazing rest of the day.